welcome to the official fantasy pod- football podcast for the League of Kings, featuring your hosts Brian Kong and Jordan Leach. This is uh, episode th- three, Jordan, but it's really episode one. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, that's right. Right. Your so, shitty audio is the reason why we have not released anything. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, that's, now, that's true. I that's th- actually correct. I think you have it fixed now, so hopefully it doesn't sound like you're recording from a cracked end. Like it appears you are. <laughs> this is not a cracked end. This is not a cracked end. Okay. But, okay. uh... Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, got, we got that approval. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Jordan, how's your uh, how's your week going? My week has been super busy. I've been working lots this week. A lot, it... of, a lot of shit leaking out of the pipes and a lot of water as well coming out with it but we're gaining traction here so i think we'll have a good ending to the week and hopefully i'll have a good weekend is this in anticipation of possibly being cut by jason kenny and his uh united cracker party or united conservative party (laughs) it has nothing to do with the uh conservative government it's all due to the infrastructure at the hospital Uh. uh but i will say that i do not fear for my job Good. At the moment. Good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. What, what can you do, right? Yeah. I didn't vote for him, so <laughs> what else can I do? Like Likewise. I don't think anybody in Edmonton voted for him. No. So, <clears throat> so um, I had something happen to me yesterday I'd like to talk about before we get into the meat and po- potatoes of this podcast. So uh, yesterday, I was at jujitsu because, you know, even despite having this pandemic going around, I, I need like I need something after moving out here because I have no friends. You need and that male touch. I need that male touch. I I needed someone to try the goo goo squeeze, but no one does that here. No. No. No one does the goo goo squeeze. We talk a lot about it at work. Those homos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I was uh. So we're just, I, I had my one round. The first round was okay. It was with an older, like an older dude. So you know how like older guys were usually, you know, more chilled. And then the second role I had was with this dude. He's like 25, 26, former hockey player. Oh, yeah. Full of uh, fast twitch muscles. Very rammy. Recently uh, promoted. Okay. To promoted to what? Blue belt. Oh, okay. Recent promotion. Yeah, so... So we started off standing, you know, I got my judo grips and I uh, tried to, I tried to uh, go for my infamous hook his leg and then just fall on him sweep or trip. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't having none of that. And he went for that throw where you step over with your hip. And I don't know. I defended it. I'm like, you're not going to take me down. And then, uh, then, then suddenly he took, he attempted the throw. We smashed heads together. And I heard this like squishy splat sound. Everyone, Ooh. yeah, everyone was just like, "Oh shit!" They thought that somebody got hurt, like someone's yeah. shoulder got dislocated or something broke. And I was like, "No, no, I know exactly what the feeling was." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Right? I just stopped, mm-hmm. and it was, I, uh, I got a black eye. That was basically it. It was like that time in wrestling where my eye like swolled up like this. Yeah, and. uh 
I was so pissed. And I wasn't pissed that I I wasn't pissed that it hurt because it yeah, it hurt sort of, but not really. But it was just like I was worried that my eye would swell up again. And like mm. when I when I first swelled up, when I uh, had that happen to me in wrestling years ago, it was like, yeah, whatever. Like I don't don't really care. And I to be looking back, I probably didn't take care of it as well as I probably should have. Like I don't yeah. think I iced it until like two hours after the whole thing happened. This time I iced it like right away. And I was worried I would scare my kids if my eye swelled up really bad. So that yeah. was that was the well, other strange thing. There, it is a big issue because your eyes are barely open to begin with. So you can't have them swell shut because... <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to... I was going <laughs> to say fuck you, but it's technically true. I remember when my eyes swelled up that last time, I had issues putting on my contacts. Like I, I was just like, it hurt. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... Um, like for the record though, it doesn't look like... You're any worse for wear. You're wearing glasses, no. but look, look. You just have to look at it. It looks like I. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of black. Yeah, it's not as not even close as last. Like I'm so thankful that it didn't swell up. But the point of this story is not the black eye. Like whatever. I said so. Usually, like when we talk about concussions and we make jokes about CTE, our go-to comparison is Chris Benoit. Yeah, that's right. So I've been and I've been using this comment. I've been saying some variation of, "Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm not hitting, getting my head kicked in," or "Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't be taking any uh, hits to the head because I don't want to go kill my family, kill myself, and then leave my dogs <laughs> hidden in the garage." Right? I'll yeah. say something like that, and I've, yeah. it's not like I've been saying that just just last night. Like I made the comment like that last night, but I've been making that comment quite frequently. And I just assumed that everybody knew what that meant, right? Because you know what that means. If I text yeah, you, the dogs are in the garage, like, you know, some, you want to know something's gone down. Anyway, I said, I think last night I was just like, yeah, well, that's okay. I'm not worried that I'm going to, like, I really hope I don't go murder my wife now. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, there's that uncomfortable laughter, like not uncomfortable. It's like laughing, like, ha ha. Yeah, that's a pretty fucked up thing to say. I'm like, you know, guys like Chris Benoit. And then this kid looks at me. He's just like, yo, who's that? I'm like, wait, 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 what? Chris Benoit? The, the 25-year-old kid? This, it was another one that's another guy that came. The, the 25-year-old that also did not know who he was. But this other kid, I, I swear, he's probably in his 20s, like young 20s. And we were just like, I was just like, yeah, Chris Benoit. You don't know who Chris Benoit is? Like, no. I'm like, Chris Benoit, like former former uh, world heavyweight champion Chris Benoit, you know, the Canadian Crippler. No, no. His nickname was like the Crippler. They're like, whoa, that was his nickname? That's so cool. I was like, you, you don't know the Crippler Crossface? You don't know the Benoit murder, double, suicide, double murder, suicide? And they're like, no. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, how old am I? Like, you know what I mean? You, there's sometimes, like, some things that happen and you just immediately date yourself. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Especially with that, because Chris Benoit, I guess he would have done what he did, what, like, 10, 12 years ago? 11. Probably, actually, probably longer than that. No, no, no. To- 2006. Yeah, shit, 2006, man. Like, I went to Backlash in Edmonton, and I was out of high school, I'm sure. Oh, fuck. And that had to have been like 05, 06. So maybe it happened in 07. No, no. I think it was 06. 06. Hmm. Yeah, because I... Check. We'll have to check that. Yeah. I'm curious now. Well, here. Well, so that's of... a long time ago. So what? We're in 2020 now. 
14 years ago. So that kid would have been six years old. You would have known. <sighs> I know. Like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. I was very, like, I was just like, oh, shit, I'm old. Like, oh, to the, uh, let's see, let's see. So this happened. I'm surprised, I'm surprised the talk was, who's Chris Benoit? Not like, you're going to go kill your wife. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> no one's talking off the edge there. Penticton, man. Penticton. Fucking bunch of stoners. I know. 2007. 2007, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Every time I say that, every time I make a comment like that, so I'll make comment, like, I'll, I'll, we'll be sparring i'll be like oh gifty or like uh i'll say oh fuck man i should uh, don't make me text you like if i ever say if you receive a text that the dog's in the in the garage like that's bad news i think of you jordan and i i i uh, <laughs> i get really homesick at those points anyway so that was hey, my have to might have to cool it till you become better friends with these people <laughs> no i'm never gonna be friends with these people i have no offer like no not real friends Actually, that's a lot. If you guys are listening, yes, I, I that was a joke. We'll, we'll be we'll be friends, but I have less time now for for social things. So anyway, all right. Well, enough about my lame life. Let's get down to some hardcore fantasy football. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. We're for sure talking about the League of Kings, right? We are talking about the best league in the land, the League of Kings. Now. Currently, let's run down. Let's have a rundown of the standings, Jordan. Who's in first place? Juice is in first place, and it's it's an undisputed first place. He is six and two, six standalone. Is he the highest scoring team though? He is not. He is not. That goes to his brother Fahim Moldadina, who's in second place. Chalupa Batman at five and three. His record though is tied with a few. Who's he tied with? Well, in third place, he's tied with the Tubman Express, oh, who's yeah. second in points, and is coming on strong. Coming on strong, yeah. He's coming. The Tub the Tubman Express <laughs> is on the rails, <laughs> and they're <laughs> cruising right now. Tubman Express, that, of is... course, is they are of course owned by myself, Jordan. Manage. You can't use own. Remember, it makes you sound like a slave trader. Manage. I always wondered what it would be like to be a slave trader. Don't, so don't, this is my only chance. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, in fourth place, we have the Jimmy Reno's also at five and three. And Sammy and the boys at five and three. And Free Money at sixth place at five and three. So we have five teams all squared up with the same record at five and three. So it's close. It's like we're all bunched in there together. Yeah. At uh, seventh place, El Presidente, four and four. He's also tied with Suck My Victor Romo in eight. <laughs> in nine, we have Rick at three and five. Ten, the Wesley Crushers, your team at two and six. Pat, two and six as well. And Clear Eyes, Full Heart, your wife at two and six in last place in 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a happy, not a happy times in the Kong household. Our children are not sleeping. And uh, yeah. to top it all off, our fantasy teams both suck, although albeit mine sucks less than my wife's. Yeah, that, that is true. Just slightly. Just slightly. Just slightly. But uh, the good news for the people at the top of the league, we are halfway through the season, well, through eight weeks. She's going to get We're real. in the money. We're in the money right now. If the league were to end today, we're, what, two or three of us are getting paid, right? Three, I think. Three, so, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'll take that. So are you more concerned about being paid, or are you more cons- or would you, or you, do you prefer just 
Like, is there? Do you want to win it because you want money, or do you want to win it because you want to call yourself a fantasy champion? I would like to win. The money is second fiddle, maybe even third. I'd have to. Say, I'd have to. Like, I would say it's like a. Well, actually, there's only three reasons why I want to win, but yeah, it's probably third. Mine's respect is number one. Respect uh, is number two, and money is a distant third. I just would look at it as an excuse to buy a championship belt and wear it, and actually mean it. It's like I earned this. I feel the day I do win this league, I'm going to buy one of those John Cena spinner belts. <laughs> make a 10-minute video and send it to you. Just me with my belt on, my dick hanging out the bottom, and just me spinning that belt. <laughs> but it might never happen. I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, those are the standings. Let's get into the uh, waiver wire this week. Let's look at it. I know you had some, you had some comments. I had a lot of comments. So Didn't look too busy. Nothing too outrageous. There weren't. But, uh, how about you? You take the first one here. Well, there wasn't. There weren't any like major like. There weren't any major acquisitions on the waiver wire to be had, although Jerry Judy went again. So just just an FYI, the thing that I was upset about this thing this gets me really mad every single time this happens. So. We had Young Hoku just chilling there on the waiver wire. And he was the uh, lead winning kicker of the Wesley Crushers in our championship season last year. He went for $5 to Pat Lightning. $5 for a kicker. First off, like, you know what? If I were to spend $5 on a kicker, that would be the kicker I would spend the money on. But second, Patty, $5 on a kicker. What was the second highest bid there, Jordan? Yeah, uh, well, it was mine at four dollars. Okay, never mind. Well, but my theory behind that was I know kickers have been going like good kickers have been going for three dollars, so I was like, well, I'm gonna come in and take it at four. Sure enough, Pat, who hasn't made a bid all year, I don't think, comes and just steals them from me. Yeah, yeah. He also picked up two tight ends this week, <laughs> spending a total of fifteen dollars, ten dollars of which to Robert. Tanyan. Who's that? Or is it Tanyan? No idea. Tanyan. Anyway, he's the tight end for the Green Bay Packers. And then he also picks up Eric Ebron from Pittsburgh for five bucks. Interesting. So yeah. Any other any other uh, waiver transactions? I well, have off air off air you shit talked me for the eleven dollars I spent on Matthew Stafford. Oh yeah. <laughs> which I'll defend myself. I need a quarterback. I have Cam Newton who's been playing like dog shit lately. And then today, Matt Stafford, after I pick him up, goes on COVID reserve. <laughs> so I can't play him anyway. So I'll be playing Cam Newton regardless. Let's see so what that's you're... Basically, that's basically $11 down the drain. I, you know what? I, uh, I feel for you, man. You should still... You could have picked so many guys up off the waiver wire, though. I actually wouldn't have... Would have given... Uh, I would oh have given God. Tua a flyer. I, Tua a flyer. Did you see him last week? He he was. He did you was, watch the game? I didn't watch it, but I would have taken the flyer. First of all, first of all, he's a lefty. Watching that is so hard to watch. <laughs> and then second of all, he wasn't good. He had like a total of like sixty yards. It's because he didn't. They didn't need him to do anything. They just said, you know what, Tua, here's some, here's your first day on the job. Here's the safety and procedures manual. Uh, here are all the things that you need to know. Don't worry, you know, nothing crazy today. We might even let you go home early, right? So that's the standard first day on the job. Second day on the job, though, he's going to be expected to do a little more. So, well, yeah, I don't know how much he's going to do. Like this week, he's up against Arizona, 
which is the defense I picked up and will be starting. Because <laughs> I just don't think he's going to do that much. All right, well. I still, I'm still shocked. Like, not shocked, but I still don't know why you go away from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. It's and just looking at now, here, okay, here are my other options right now at quarterback to, to be picked up. Kirk Cousins against Detroit, who's okay. Even though last week, Dalvin Cook just did this job for him. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who I dropped. <laughs> and <laughs> Minshew, who's not even playing this week. Fitzpatrick is not playing. Baker's on by. Wentz is on by. Daniel Jones in Washington. No. Oh, Phillip was... Rivers in Baltimore. No. Nick Foles in Tennessee. No. Jimmy Garoppolo, who I also had, is on IR. And that leaves you with what? There's Sam Darnold. That's it. Nick Mullins. I'll tell you this. You actually, I think Daniel Jones might be your best bet. Oh my god! Yeah, week so seven. My best bet was Matthew Stafford, and paying eleven dollars to have a decent quarterback this week. No, yeah, um, it was best bet. I would, I would actually try starting Jones again. Uh, last he had eighteen points last week, and it was a shitty game. Week before that, twenty-one points. He's coming on, and he's got Sterling. after after watching him trip on his eighty-yard run. It's hard to respect him as a quarterback. <laughs> Hey, I just. Hey, are we? Are you? Uh, so you're gonna figure out a quarterback? Well, I, I'm gonna use Cam Newton. All right. Anyway, that's the waiver wire pickups for the week, and we have breaking news. You want to break a trade? I'm gonna break a trade here that came through as a commissioner. I haven't looked at it yet. It says review trade within two days between Chalupa Batman and the Wesley Crutchers. Oh, that's my team. What is your team? Let's see what. Trade, I might not even approve. Oh, it's a big one. Oh, my God. Okay, let's see. So, this is going to take a lot to break down. Fahim, Chalupa Batman, will receive Justin E. Bear, Herbert, Terry McLaurin, Rob Gronkowski, Nick Chubb, who's on IR right now, uh, an 11th round draft pick, a 12th round draft pick, and a 13th round draft pick. While the Wesley Crushers, Brian, will receive Lamar Jackson, Jackson. Evan Ingram, Allen Robinson, Ronald Jones, a first, a fourth, and an eight. Wow. I will disallow the trade. Can't can't do that. I'll approve the trade. It's reasonable. There's a lot of draft picks going on. Yeah. Um, That's a big one. What do you, as the GM trading away, obviously your season's done with that trade. It looks like. What What are your thoughts on the trade? Making the trade. Um, I was driving home, and then uh, like I'm so I drive home on a highway every day. So I've my driving's got to the point where, actually, you know, it's always been like I I saw like I got a trade, and then I saw that he was offering Lamar Jackson. And at first, I was just like, you know what? I gotta, I got to try to win this season, you know, go out on my sword. But then uh, when I got home, I was like, you know, I should fuck it. I just do it. It's a pretty good trade. And um, so there were a couple of iterations of this trade. I at first, I I told them that I didn't want to give away Chubb because I was trying to keep him for next year. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, I need Chubb. That's why I'm making this trade. I need him for later in the season. So I'm like, okay, fine. But he had sent me another trade, and uh, the only reason I took this one 
And they were like basic same thing, basically the same thing. But I only took this trade because they had Lamar Jackson. I asked Salish. I was just like, you know what? Even though Lamar Jackson's not a value next year, because he's I think like a sixth round keeper, right? Fifth or yeah, sixth. Yeah, he's a sixth rounder. It's just like you go through your gut. I gotta cheer. For, I gotta go. For, I gotta you know shoot my shot. I gotta got you know ride or die. I have to. That's my that's my team. That's my quarterback. So I think I think I had my keeper there. So it's just like yeah, if I take him, I'm not gonna keep. Like I would have wouldn't have keep kept Chubb. So. Yeah, you know what? This is definitely a trade. Like just from looking at it, that is between a last place team and a first or second place team. You're receiving uh, a first, which is rare these days, a fourth and an eighth for three bottom picks. Uh, I actually don't uh, like Gronkowski for Ingram. It's like it's hard to say. Gronkowski's probably like touchdown dependent, dependent obviously, but I guess so is Evan Ingram, right? Yeah, Ronald Jones, who I just traded to him, uh, is basically <laughs> is out for the year because Bruce Arians just, like hates him. Is he? Uh, he just fumbles. Is that his thing? Well, yeah. So he Fournette's gone. He has monster weeks, and then Fournette comes back, and then he just goes back to being one A B, and then he fumbles the ball, and you never see him again. Interesting. Anyway, that's a big trade. Uh, I don't know if you watched Lamar Jackson at all this year, but he's a horrible. Don't thriller. care. Don't care. It's, he doesn't have any receivers. He's probably hurt. And this guarantees and me. Is he, just devil's advocate here. As keeper, as a keeper value for a quarterback, I don't know. Justin Herbert is tearing it up this year. And he would have been a 15th round keeper. Regression. Regression. Do I have. Oh, to, to, would Justin Herbert give me the same joy on Sundays? When I actually, because next year, yeah. on your if you had a winning team, maybe. But next you year. Shut your mouth, man! <laughs> Listen. Anyway, it's a unique position. The Ravens have never had. Actually, no, that's not true. They've always had like fantasy worthy players, but uh, never a quarterback, especially not a sixth round quarterback <laughs> who um, averages fifteen points a game. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I yeah. Anyway. Love Lamar Jackson. Going for it. Fahim's definitely going for it this year, so I like to see that. I like to see the big trades like that. It's yeah. nice. Uh, Do you want a tight end? Maybe. Do you want a tight end? I got no. There is someone in the trade I want for on your team, and we'll talk maybe after the after this. Not. I'm not else. trading you McCaffrey. No, he's in the trade. Someone you receive. Oh, you want you want Evan Ingram? No, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> okay. That does it for news. Let's uh, let's go to our matchups. Okay, so where should we start? Where should we start? Let's see. Well, let's see. We can start with my matchup. I have it pulled up right here. Okay. We have uh, the Tubman Express, me at 5-3, oh. third place. Against Sammy and the boys, same record in fifth place. The actual projected total, okay, yeah, the projected total is in a 50-50 114.54 for me, 114.13 for Mike. So it's pretty dead even breakdown. Uh, he definitely has the advantage at running back. Like I'm starting both the Casey running backs this week. Yep. So I don't know how that's going to go for me. Uh, I think I have the advantage at wide receiver. I have Adams Hill and Lockett. 
well, Adams and Hill in my wide receiver spots, and then Lockett against McKinnon in the, the flex. Kickers and defenses, I mean, we'll have to wait till Sunday to see who wins that, right? So, And then Newton, well, and I think he has a quarterback edge. He has Rodgers on Thursday. Well, actually, not Thursday night. Didn't San Francisco go into quarantine or something? Fuck, I don't know. Oh, I... They closed down the facility. That's what they did. So that might happen Thursday. It might be Sunday. I mean, I guess I'm forced to run Cam Newton in, uh, against, the, against the Jets. That's my one saving grace. Maybe he can... Muster up a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Or you can you can take Tua. How's that sound? Not taking Tua. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what, Jordan? I see. A, I definitely see a path to victory on your team. But it it'll, it'll only happen if you uh, trade me your first round pick for Justin Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, it's a this is a toss up. But. Uh, this is a toss-up. I mean, if Elliott has the same week he had last week, and he's up against the Pittsburgh defense, and they're, I think his quarterback this week is going to be Cooper Rush. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. So Elliott might be uh, might have another. He had five points last week, I think. So that's going to offset Newton on your side. No. Well, yeah. I was going to say he still might score more than both my running backs, so who knows. <laughs> yeah. I... Anyway, we'll see. You know what? It'll be a close one though, just like the projection. I think this time the projection's pretty even, uh, and I actually agree, kind of agree with it. Like our teams are pretty even, so we'll see who comes out on top there. What do but you? Big match, big matchup. Where's that big nut swing, man? You know what? I'm uh, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna give you some of that Kong karma. I think the Tubman Express takes this one. Nice, I'll take that. I have more confidence in your team than you do in your own, man. I have confidence. I'm just saying objectively. So you're like a you're like a hockey player. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? If something wins, some can win. Sometimes we lose. Yeah, it's a fair, fair match. But I like our chances. You know what? That's why NHL hockey is not a major sport in the States. You know what? If I were, like, if we were putting money down on these matchups, I would bet myself to win. But I'm just saying, objectively, the projections say this, and I agree with it. It's gonna be close. Okay, you guys 50-50. Talk more. Shit. Anyway, let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the next matchup. Next matchup. We have we have two bottom feeders here. We have Pat in 11th place at two and six against your wife, Salish, clear heart, clear eyes, full heart, two and six in 12th place. Uh, your wife clearly hasn't set a lineup yet. <laughs> she has three people on by. The current projection is 101.54 for Pat to 64. I'm assuming Salish sets the players for league integrity. <laughs> yes. Uh, does it matter? I don't know. Well, this so this is this is very interesting to me. I see Pat has Mark Andrews at tight end, yet this week he picked up Eric Ebron and Robert Tunyon. <laughs> so that <laughs> makes it very it's strange. Like, why? Why, man? Do you like? I, I don't know. I can't. I don't understand how. Anyway, I pick my wife because uh, she doesn't. Now she doesn't have to start Jared Goff again. Uh, <laughs> and she's got well, just. She's got I'm Jefferson. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna pick uh, Pat. You pick Pat? Pat to win mainly because he has uh, Al- Jake Allen and Jake Allen against Seattle and Dustin Hopkins. Well, he's against Miami, but. Did I say Dustin Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and I think he, like, the teams aren't, neither team's all that great, but 
I think the better team is Pat. So I'm going to take Pat here this week. Hey, just uh, related to this, do you ever look at like lineups and you see, oh, D Johnson, only six points, and then you're like, oh man, David Johnson's oh, it's falling Duke. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I look at that all the time. I would have, I would have thought that too, but I traded away David Johnson to a different team. Yeah, so okay. That's how come I knew? Yeah. Um, no, I'll take sales. Yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think there's much to say in this week. I mean, it's the bottom feeders. It doesn't really matter who wins. For you, it's actually a loss. It's a loss to the rest of the league that nobody in the top six is playing them. How dare you? To pad their record. How dare you? Anyway, next matchup to one that matters. Let's go. Ooh, here we go. Battle of the Brothers. Battle of first place. This is the Undertaker versus Kane. Moladina. If Fahim wins, he's going to take first. Yeah. He's projected to win at 122.55 to 111.90. And just quickly looking at the teams, all the new additions. Scary Terry in the flex. Lineup. Scary Terry in the flex. David Montgomery, though, playing a running back is garbage. Garbage. Mop, Mr. Mopportunity there is just bullshit. But other than that, let's see. You know what? I think this is going to be closer than we think. God damn it. Fahim's basically I, got my team. Sorry, go ahead. Listen, well, if he has your team, he's definitely going to lose. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? This week, I'm going to take Juice. I'm going to take Juice to win. He's uh, a projected underdog. But I like his team this week. I'm going to take Fahim because I just traded him and I don't want to be someone who trades in bad faith. So Fahim takes it. He also has the, uh, he has like the former members of the Wesley Crushers. They're a championship team. They know how to win. <laughs> right? This year's Wesley Crushers. Listen, listen. This is, they, they know how to win. This is a team like they have that experience. They know what it's like to be fighting for that first overall, first place you spot. Maybe you're right. They... They were on a bottom feeder team that was struggling, and now they see their path to the playoffs. They might start playing better. Who knows? I think McLaurin's going to tear it up in all seriousness, though. The, oh, I agree. He's but, the only target there. Well, yeah, only target on a shitty team. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, Sorry, anyway, Juice. Let's move on. I, I, I think, well, I think Juice is going to win, so. All right. Uh, he'll, he'll extend his lead on first place with that one. Okay, let's uh next matchup. Let's let's look at free money versus Jimmy's Reno's, and uh, it's Jimmy Reno. That's I I don't know. That's what they his friend calls him, Jimmy Reno. Who do you think? How's this matchup look? This is the Jimmy Reno's is in a tough spot. They're uh, starting Drew Locke and Calvin Ridley, who's playing the waiver wire. <sighs> Streaming quarterbacks. His tight end is on IR. Jordan Reed? What? Yeah, he, I think his return, IR is scheduled for return. That's what the second R is. So I think he's supposed to be back this week. Because Kittle's on IR. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure Reed should play. Uh, again, that's going to be touchdown dependent. Up against Hunter Henry. This... Who's favorite in this matchup? Ja- uh, oh, James. James, James is... For some yeah, reason. He's 57% favorite. Uh, he's starting Drew Locke, which against Atlanta. So Drew Locke did come back last week and put up some points. Yeah, he's got Noah Fant back. Is Calvin Ridley playing this week? It says he's questionable. I think he should play, but his production is going to be... available to play. His production is going to be questionable. Uh, 
yeah, of course, he has Dalvin Cook, who could win this week by himself. This is true. That is awesome. So hey, I was saying this. I was saying this in our chat last week. I was watching that game live, and he might be the best runner in the league right now. Like best straight out running back, hitting those holes and everything. Like the same. Like they bring Madison into the game, who looks like a decent running back, and then all of a sudden he just eight like three yards less per carry mm-hmm. right off the bat. So he's an explosive runner. So if you're hey, so just to switch it up, if you're Norm, do you put Antonio Brown? To try to like, do you, do you go for that? Well, you know what? I I think I'd start Antonio Brown in uh, instead of James Crowder this week, who I think Crowder's coming off injury. No, it plays with the Jets too. Yeah, I would start Jamison Crowder. I mean, I would start uh, Antonio Brown over Jamison Crowder as well. And he's coming. Yeah, he's coming off a groin injury too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I would take the flyer on Antonio Brown. He's probably going to need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's probably why. Well, Norm's in sixth place. I was going to shit talk him for being at, being at the bottom of the league, but for once he's not, so he's in the middle. And Norm, you know who else would be great on, and a great addition onto your team would be uh, Noah Fant in place of Hunter Henry. Yeah. So if uh, if you're interested in some parting ways with a first-round pick, that could be yours, and you could win this <laughs> for match. For Noah Fant. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to take... Uh... I have seen worse trades. <laughs> I'm going to take... I'll take James. Like, fuck it. I just can't argue with the uh, right now. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll have to take Jimmy as well. Yeah, sorry, Norm. Yeah, Norm, I don't expect winning this week. All right, next next matchup. We'll do uh, Ginger Inger, Bracket Rick, and Suck My Vic, No Romo. Yeah, so this is going to be a tough one uh, for Suck My Vic No Romo. Aaron Jones isn't going to play, I don't think. Well, no. he's questionable, mm-hmm. but I I heard he's not going to play. Uh, he has Scotty Miller in the flex, which you'd assume with Antonio Brown. Mind you, I think Godwin's out, so it might be okay. Uh, Kyler Murray is a go- okay, like an awesome play. He's one of the top quarterbacks this year. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, he's up against Mahomes, though. And then... On that side, you have Julio, Josh Jacobs, Hayden Hurst. I don't think we have to say too much on this. I just think Rick's going to win outright. Yeah, I have some analysis I could probably offer to uh, suck my Vic No Romo. Do you know who would look great in his flex spot right now? Gus Edwards. You know why? Second half of a Baltimore uh, Ravens running attack. And he's their goal line option. And he could also... Do you have Gus Edwards? Suck my Vic No Romo could have... No, no, no. Suck my Vic... Uh, no Romo could have uh, Gus Edwards on his team instead of a second round pick in next year's draft. So yeah, I, I mean I do have him. Yeah, I, I, have, I have Gus Edwards. Man, I hope if someone trades you a second rounder for Gus Edwards, Jesus, they'll be like your team this year. Oh yeah, bottom feeder. Bottom feeder. Well, no, no. So just before we move to the next matchup, if we had punishments, does that change your idea on the trade? Well, well, no. We were, if we had punishments, if we had punishments this year, would you have made that trade still? It, what you, it depends on what punishment. If it was like I pick okay, my own enough. punishments, like let's say let's say no. If it was yeah, the same punishment, last place is happy shake. Okay, like Norm did. Second, we'll say the same punishments we had from two years ago: the happy shake, donuts, and then I. What was the third one? Just a donation. Yeah. And let's say your team, well, by making those trades, you're going to finish last or second No, last. I'm not going to finish last. I still have uh, Christian McCaffrey. 
I can still play the still got that waiver wire magic and I got Allen Robinson and I got Black Jesus at quarterback. Okay. Well it may who knows. I would still, I would still make that trade and in hopes of getting the donut punishment. Gotcha. Okay. Well, next matchup. I wait, well who do you pick on that? Oh uh, yeah, I'll take Rick, but if uh, unless John uh decides to get Gus Edwards, John would be the overwhelming <laughs> favorite. All right, the last. I think, Do- <laughs> I think Dobbins is gonna take over. So, yeah, no, that's good. And you know what? Good on Camille for keeping Dobbins. Like that takes. Yeah, he has a hard hold all season. I I have him in another league, and it's been hard for me to hold on to him. But finally, it's paying off when they need him. Yeah. So this last matchup we have here oh, is God. the four and four El Presidente in seventh place against the lonely Wesley Crushers at two and six in tenth place. Oh. Uh, the projection is not looking good for your team. You're almost a 30-point underdog. Well, no, no. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm not a 30-point well, underdog. I have a... I said almost. I got no offense. Oh, you have an empty empty tight end. There you go. Is that going to add, like, seven points? Nine. <laughs> okay, so you're a 20-point underdog. Almost. Let's see here. He has a good team. <laughs> he has... Pittsburgh, who might get 30 points. They're playing the Dallas the Dallas offense. Fair. So you got to worry about that. Uh, he's starting Tom Brady. Michael Thomas might be back this week. Chris Godwin might be playing, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, D- David Johnson, there he is. <laughs> I thought it was Duke. <laughs> David. Uh, Chase Edmonds. I mean, Chris Carson, if he's back. Looking good. Yeah, it's... your team is starting a bunch of secondary receivers, backup running backs. Although Hasty is gonna, I think, have a good week against Green Bay. So you do have that going for you. I don't think we really got to talk too much about this. It's gonna be a shit kicking. I think. I think we're gonna Maybe. win. I think I'm gonna win. No, uh, El Presidente is gonna shit kick your I'm team. I'm gonna beat the snot out of your relative. I'm gonna like just just as he was. Uh... Okay, we should definitely bet on this. What are you gonna bet? We'll bet uh, hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, we won't bet on it, but I can almost guarantee that you lose this week. Yeah, I don't think so. And Indy has a decent defense. Listen, man, I've got some. I've got some. I've got some uh, more moves up up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you better hope you do. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at the week's matchups. The week's matchups. So we don't have an interview this week. We don't. But I have a story, and I, I want your thoughts on it. It's from a different league. Okay. Uh, I call this my money league. It's a league where it's the buy-in's about 150 bucks, I think, uh-huh. to buy in. And it's like 10 real real dollars per transaction. Oof. How do you guys enforce that? Like how, to how many transactions we make? Yeah, so do, do you just pay up at the end of the year? Yeah, exactly. We all pay up it in the okay. year, our transaction money. Uh, and if it's a trade, we split it. So uh, per player. So if it's two person trade, I think it's uh, five bucks a, or it's 10 bucks a trade. Oh, yeah, it's five bucks a player. God. So uh, at the beginning of the year, they were trying to figure out the COVID things as well. So they say the commissioner and we all agreed to it. We never had an IR spot before. Right. There's like, we'll have two IR spots this year. Okay. COVID only. 
Oh, wow. And it has to, it's not a setting you can make in Yahoo. It's like the honor system now, COVID only. Okay. So, uh, for the most part, I guess things have been okay. And when I noticed this week, I look at my opponent's roster. He has Austin Eckler sitting on the IR. So, uh, at the draft, our commissioner clearly said, if you have a player who's not COVID-related on your IR, he will be dropped to waivers. So now, in our chat, I ask, is our is our IR COVID only? Everyone's like, yep. Uh, and now at this point, I don't want to completely dive. Up. I'm not. I'm not going to rat the guy out. Although I think I should command up the money we're spending on this league. But I'm basically dropping all the hints. It's like, well, there's people with. <laughs> there's a couple people with, like, guys who are on IR that aren't COVID related, and then I'm basically telling the GM. And this was earlier today, maybe around 3.30, 3 o'clock. Hey, GM, you should you should check the rosters because the long dick of the law needs to be swinging you. <laughs> uh, I looked recently, nothing's, been ha- nothing's happened yet. So at this point, am I within my right to just be middle of the league? Hey, this guy has Eckler on. I want him dropped to the... And I looked at the waiver, like how much waiver budget everyone has. Yeah. The commissioner has the most money, waiver wise. Yeah, he's gonna benefit from it. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know why he hasn't done it yet, but that's four weeks that he's I like Eckler's been on the IR, and there's been other teams like the owners of I have Mostert, uh, the owner of Sanders, the owner of Nick Shaw. Manager. They weren't. They didn't. They weren't using the IR. So regardless of what happens, I think he loses the player. Those are the rules set out. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think I should just go in there and be like, this guy needs to lose the player? I think you need to first physically threaten him. So you need to be like, describe in Why no physically. Why? I always, I like, like, it makes me feel like less of a bitch. I'll just say, hey, if you don't drop that guy, I'm going to jam my boxing glove so far up your ass. You're going to be tasting sweat-covered leather. Here's what I feel. It shouldn't be my job, like, to commission this. Like, we have a commissioner. He needs to be going through these rosters, in my opinion, looking. Like, there's that rule in place. He needs to, and then regardless of what the guy thought was an accident or what, he should lose the guy. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm I'm in all agreement with you. But uh, I think you need to let him know. Well, I think I should just say in the open chat, well, Eckler's been on IR for four weeks. He needs to be dropped. We have open bidding season on him. Obviously, the highest amount's going to take him. Okay, just say that. Well, sorry, for any waiver wire claim, but in this case, I think everyone's going to blow their budget on him. I'd imagine, like, when he comes back, he's an RB1. Needs to be had, right? Yeah, if I were you, I would I would just go and... Yeah, I would just say that. Yeah, you you would pull a James. In fact, you the fact that you've waited this long, that means you're... I'm being a nice guy by waiting this long. And I even said, people need to check the rosters, and he hasn't made any changes. Yeah, you're you're a very nice person, Jordan. You're one of the nicest people I know. But, uh, yeah, I, it's, I'm astounded. It astounds me that you've waited this long. So, yeah, you would... However... It. However... Regardless of if he were to move the guy now off of it, he needs to be dropped. Yes. Regardless if he decides to make the change tomorrow or Friday, our commission needs to look at it and just drop the player. 
And like I know there's another there's another guy who's holding Sony Michelle on the IR, which that and and the other then there's a third guy who has Beckham on the IR. Those two are not really Beckham's out for the season anyway. Who cares? It's not a keeper league. And Sony Michelle, like really, you really no one's gonna you pick really him want up. Sony Michelle <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I would not consider that snitching. And uh, if we had our third commissioner on here, he would probably tell you the same he thing. He would have done it already, for sure. Yeah, exactly. He would, would have made a stink, and then your league would have made him a co-commissioner. I agree. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, anything else you'd like to share? No. No, that is all. I do have a... That's all for me. So, real quick, I just... Uh, so, could we just have a quick uh, dad dad blog session we can yeah, yeah so we've been talking a lot about uh, discipline for children and as you know I'm, I'm really bad at disciplining my my kid my kids my uh my son i let him wake us up whenever he wants because he's a baby but my daughter is sort of like i kind of oscillate between i'm way too harsh and then not harsh enough so i found a i found a pun a punishment i'm trying not to punish you know because apparently that's not good just because they don't know what they're doing but so the new thing is my new threat that i can follow up on is i'm going to eat a piece of your candy in front of you if you don't stop doing that or something (laughs) so the other day i think it was in the morning and i've done this twice already the first time i did it it was before work and like my daughter jumps into our bed i don't know what she was doing but she wasn't listening of some sort and i was just like okay you keep that up i need you to get out of bed Otherwise, I'm going to grab a piece of your candy and I'm going to open it in front of you and I'm going to eat it in front of your face. And she just thinks it's the funniest thing. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I go grab a piece of her candy and she doesn't know what's going on. She said, hey, what, what's going on? She said, oh, candy, am I going to have... No, no, I'm going to eat this and right in front of you all by myself and I'm not going to share. Ate the chocolate bar. It was a bullshit arrow. Don't like arrows, but whatever. She lost her shit, but she stopped doing what she was doing. I found a new, very effective uh, punishment tool. They had to do this. I had to do the same thing tonight. She did the same stuff. Finished supper, didn't wash her hands, jumped into our bed. I told her, get out of our bed, please. And she said no. So I'm like, fine. Okay, dad's taking a piece of your candy. I'm eating, in front, eating it in front of you. Did the same thing. She lost her shit. It's pretty much my nuclear deterrent right now. So just, just a... That sounds reasonable. Like a reasonable punishment. Yeah. yeah as long as you give the clear warning, she... Clearly, does not heed the does not heed does not respect laughs in my face. Yeah, so you just follow through with the punishment and away you go. There you go. Yeah, I was talking to someone yesterday, and they said uh, with punishments, you just gotta be committed to following through with it. Yeah, whatever the punishment is, if you set that punishment and they break the rule, you have to go through. Yeah. Like if it's I'm gonna turn this car around and we're not going to this party, and they fuck up in the back, and you have to turn the car around. I guess you're missing the party. Yeah. So don't make any threats you can't carry for uh, carry through, children. Just remember that. I agree. Okay. I agree. Well. Well, that about does it for episode official episode one, unofficial episode three. Yeah, episode three. Unofficial episode three, yeah. So we're hopefully uh, for all of you guys who are listening to this for the first time, so not Salish. We're trying to get everybody. We're gonna to try to get all of uh, the different managers of our league 
on for an interview and we don't know who we're going to get first uh what we had our first interview and then the audio yeah, we interviewed james patrick and the audio was the audio was horrible on one of the three of ours and yeah. not me or james yeah not not uh, <laughs> james. Yeah. it was a good interview though from what was said so too bad we can't we can't really release it because you guys would be infuriated at the audio like i was so upset listening to it and it was my own voice so yeah i wanted to hit me Anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll try to get we'll line up some we'll line up someone for a week two. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the matchups go. Maybe we'll just get James again, start up the lineup, and away we go. Yep. It'll be even more interesting if Norm beats him this week. So. Oh, I can't wait! Can't wait, Norm. You're definitely gonna beat him, especially if you have Noah Fant on your league on your uh, team, which is yours for the taking. First round of first round draft picks only, though. All right. I think that's it. Thanks again for listening. Have everybody have yourselves a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.